Rabiel's looking at today's daf, and he's like, well, maybe 15 minutes over here, <laughs> comparing to the last daf in Saita. <laughs> All right, we can slow down over here. We got uh, plenty of time to, fo- to focus in. All right. Here we go. Chavra, a brand new daf, a brand new daf, a brand new mesechta. A brand new mesechta. We'll get into everything. Baruch Hashem. Here we go. Meseches Gittin. All right. Meseches Gittin. Let's start assuming that we're not familiar with what anything is. So, the Torah gives a mitzvah. It's a mitzvah in the Torah called a get. When a marriage doesn't work out. And the example that's actually given in the Psukim for the reason why a marriage should be ended is because of Arias. If there's unfaithfulness, that's one example, and that's the classic example. Why there would be a um, why there would be a divorce uh, a, a divorce in place. So there's a mitzvah to give a get. There's a time and place for uh, there's a time and place for a get. Now here's the deal. The, here, where, where our first mission the Mishnah is going to pick up is in the following place. There's a lot of rules, a lot of parameters surrounding the laws of Gittim. You must be very well, 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 well versed for a get to be kosher, for a get to be valid. What happens if somebody shows up to town holding a get, saying that I am a messenger of the husband to deliver the get to the wife? Again, what's happening here in our Mishnah is you have a fellow showing up, he's not claiming to be the husband. He's saying, I'm a messenger of the husband and I'm delivering the get to the wife. Now the Torah says the way that a get should be done is the husband hands it over to the wife. A shliach, a messenger, is considered an extension of the husband. And this is called a shliach leholacha. You can make a messenger of sending. And this guy comes and says that, um, that uh, I'm a messenger of giving it to the wife. Now here's the problem. We don't know who wrote the get. Did the people who write the get, were they well-versed in the laws or not? How do we know? So our mission is going to give us a case specifically for the courts in Eretz Yisrael. If I'm a Bezdin sitting in Eretz Yisrael and somebody shows up to court, somebody shows up to Bezdin in Eretz Yisrael holding a get, do the Batei Din in Eretz Yisrael have to assume that wherever this get is coming from is a valid get? Or do they say, who's the Bezdin in Timbuktu? Do they really know what they're doing? Do we accept this fellow to be a shliach lahilacha to pass the to kasher the get and pass it on to the wife, or do we not? Now, specifically, one more introduction to this. Specifically, a bezdin in Eretz Yisrael is going to be concerned because, as we know, kimitzia in Eretz Yisrael is the source of Tyra. and out in Gullus, Tyra could get more, uh, call it watered down or. Uh, Different types so of understanding, we and we accept the fact that it is water. Yeah, we accept exactly. We that's the reality that that uh, we live with. But at the, there are very learned people in Gullus, then there are people who are not learned in Gullus. Okay, so the best the Nerdsol has to know that the get was done properly. How are they going to know that it was done properly? So the very first halacha of our Masechta is going to tell us that when the messenger shows up, he has to tell us four words. Befonai nechtav, in front of me it was written, Ubefonai nechtam, and in front of me it was signed by witnesses. Once he says these four words, that will now open up conversation for us to make sure that whatever he saw 
Remember, he's saying, I witnessed it. Whatever he saw was done properly. So now Bezdin here could start asking him, right? Say, oh, it was signed in front of you and written in front of you? Really? Okay, let's, let's get into this. Who's the husband? Who's the wife? Who's the, who are the members of the Bezdin? Was it written properly? Who are the messengers? So on and so forth. We're going to see a machlekes as to what the gain of Bafani Nechtam, Bafani Nechtam is. But that's the first halach. Okay, that's what we're going to pick up. This guy, to open up conversation with him, with the messenger, must tell us, Bafani Nechtav, I was there when it was signed. Bafani Nechtam, I was there when it was signed. Now, we'll have a conversation with him. He doesn't say these four words. We're not having a conversation with him. You're still a random dude. Let's get into this. Zokt, the Mishnah. Yeah, question, go ahead. say that on his own without being prompted? No, that's fine. He could be prompted. Yeah, no problem. All right, here we go. Hamevi get mi Medina Sayom. Notice these words. It does not say from outside or so. One who brings a get from overseas. Let me ask you a question. Overseas from Israel would be where? America. America, good. That would be a good example. Good. England. How? England. Good. What about Egypt? Gibraltar. What about Egypt? What about Egypt? Is that overseas? What about a bordering country? Okay, good. So notice the words. It says, if you bring a get from Medina Sayam, which means overseas, one must say, the messenger must say, in front of me was written, in front of me was signed. Rebbe Gamliel, Rebbe Gamliel says, even a person who brings a get from Rekem and Chagar. Rekem and Chagar are border towns, Rashi tells us, of Eretz Yisrael. So he says, you don't need to be coming from overseas. Any person who comes from outside the borders of Israel with a get must say this phrase of Alright? So again, pause. Tanakama holds only if it's overseas. Do you have to say Fanechta, Fanechta? Rabbi Gamil says, outside Israel, even if it's not overseas. Okay. Rabbi Yezir says, Afilu mikfar ludin lelud. Even if the get is brought from kfar ludin to lud. Says Rashi, Lud was a border town of Israel. Kfar Lud was, the, the, was like a suburb of Lud, but it happened to be across the border. In Egypt? No, in Eretz Yisrael. So, oh, whatever, well, we'll see, we'll see. Uh, I'm going to pause as to... Right. You know, before we ask questions, I want, I, want to, I want to mention one thing over here once we're talking about borders. It's not clear what the borders of Eretz Yisrael are. And what I mean by not clear, what I mean is as vis-a-vis the laws of Gittin. We know there's biblical borders to Eretz Yisrael. What Yeshua was kavush, what Yeshua conquered, is the biblical borders. Later on, David HaMelech went and he annexed on certain lands. And to a certain extent, those lands are considered Eretz Yisrael, but they don't have the full Kedusha of Eretz Yisrael. We're going to find that there's borders as far as the laws of Gittin. You might have a land, we're going to see soon, a city in Israel, but it's considered over the border. Why would you think it's considered over the border if it's in Eretz Yisrael? Because maybe the clarity of Tyra didn't exist in those further out cities, so we need to treat it like Eretz Yisrael, like Chutz Eretz, even though we know it's Eretz Yisrael. Okay? So what we mean over here is that it's on the border. What we mean is for the laws of Gittin, Lud is inside Eretz Yisrael, Kfar Lud is outside Eretz Yisrael. You could literally play hopscotch from one to the next, but it doesn't matter. You would still have to say, if you were a messenger, bring a get. Okay. So Rebbe Lezer is the most machmer. He's the most strict. So far. No. 
you do not need to say Bafanay Nechtav, Ubefanay Nechtav, Sheyaymar Bafanay Nechtav, Ella, maybe Dira Sayyamu Maylech. The only time you need to say Bafanay Nechtav, Bafanay Nechtav is if you're bringing from overseas, U Maylech, or you're bringing it to overseas. Yes? Fascinating Chacham. They're lenient as far as you only need to say it. If you're coming from all the way overseas, meaning if you're bringing from a border town, no, but they're being stricter. And they say, even if you bring it from Israel to St. Louis, you also need to say, but what, does that bother anybody? Does that bother, bother you that you should have to say it? Or no? You're fine with that? Seder. Okay, I'm glad you're fine with that. The Gemara will get into this. Why, you know, why the first opinions have no problem from Eretz to Chutzlaretz, but the Chum have a problem from Eretz to Chutzlaretz. No, you're not just saying you're borrowed from a kosher bezin. That's not. It's not enough. What does befunei nechta befunei nechta mean? I saw. I saw it, and now we can interrogate. Well, the same thing reversed. Well, if the whole purpose of interrogation is to make sure that the bezin knew what they were doing, yeah, you don't need to interrogate somebody who came from Eretz Yisrael. Of course, the bezin knew what they were doing. He told us he came from Israel. I come from Eretz Yisrael. I come. I come from the east. So we should, why should we say fine after that? So we'll see, we'll see. That's going to be... All kinds that, of people all around. Okay, good, we'll see. But the, the response to you is that doesn't help them. If there's all types of people and this guy's not going to be honest, why do we need these oh, specific no. words from him? Well, no, but because the, you're right. <clears throat> okay. You're right. Okay, but so we'll see. The Gamora is saying is we, Mish- we, we do believe the guy to say it. Good, but the Chum are saying... Yeah, we're going to believe him to say it. The Chama is going to say you got to bring it to. He's going to say after Yisrael, even going from Eretz Yisrael. We'll get into this. But maybe the purpose of this, all these questions, is to create some vagueness so that when the Gemara comes, it'll be gishmak clarity. Okay. Vahamevi, listen to this beauty. Vahamevi mi Medina le Medina be Medina sayam. What happens if you go from one state to another state in Chutzlaretz? So you go from Missouri to Illinois. Missouri to Illinois. Then what? Do you have to say Farnachtam, Farnachtam? Or is this only outside Eretzal, to Eretzal, and to Eretzal, from outside Eretzal? What's happening here? Okay. Tzarek Shigavar, Farnachtam, Farnachtam. Says the Mishnah. You would have to say Farnachtam. You should know, even from one, um, uh, even from, uh, what, what we'll call it, St. Louis County to St. Louis City where it's under different rulership, different mayors for each town, then you also need to say, Okay, fine. Now, this all needs clarity. Let's get into this. Says the Mishnah Viter. First, we're going to say, You should know, There's a city called Rechem. And from Rechem and onwards to the east, And Rechem is considered like the east of Eretz Yisrael, which means if you come from the city of Rechem, you will have to say, The city of Rechem is outside the eastern boundaries of Eretz Yisrael. Okay? What's considered the border of Eretz Yisrael to the south as far as the laws of Kitin? Ashkelon. Ashkelon for sure is in the land of Israel. But for the halachas of Gitin. From Ashkelon to the south is considered Chutz Laaretz, the Ashkelon Kedarim. And if you come from the city of Ashkelon to the city of Yerushalayim, let's say, 
we're going to tell the messenger to say, And if a person is from the city of Akai to the north, if an Akko itself is considered the north outside Eretz Yisrael, you will have to say, Rav Meir Aymer, Rav Meir argues on Akko itself, and he says, he says the city of Akko, if uh, somebody comes from the city itself, that he would not have to say, it was written in front of me, and it was signed in front of me. Last halacha of the Mishnah, Hamivi get Eretz Yisrael, if somebody brings a get from city to city in Eretz Yisrael, or from Bezdin to Bezdin in Eretz Yisrael, now, Get ready for this. The emyeshal of Eirim is Skyim Bechaismov. However, if there are Eirim, people who are challenging the get, now who would this be? The husband. Let's say the husband comes, a messenger comes, and he says, uh, you know, I was, I was made, uh, you know, the, 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 this is a kosher get, eh? and they're, Miskayin the bezin says, "Oh, it's a valid get." But if anybody comes and comes against the the uh, get and says it's not a kosher get, it's fake. It's a fake get. This guy is this guy is not legit. Then Yiskayin bechaysamov. The halacha is, we have to go and check out the signatures of the witnesses on the get itself. Okay, and if we could if we could solidify that there are proper witnesses on the get, so then it's a valid get, no matter what he claims. And if we can't solidify, then, uh, then, uh, then there's a, uh, a proper challenge. It's going to be considered a good challenge of the husband against the messenger. It's Kishmak to fight and learning. We have time to do this. We're already done on Aleph, you know. All right, Zakti Gemara. Here we go. My timer. Why is the messenger, why, why is this fellow, why does he have to say it was signed in front of me? Why does, it was written in front of me, it was signed in front of me. What does that help? So Machlaikis, get ready for this. Rabba Omar, Rabba says, Chavid is an all-time Machlaikis and Shas. Rabba says, Lapisha'in Biki and Lashma. Since outside the land of Israel, the Bate Din are not experts in the fact, in the halachas, in the fact that it must be written Lashma, which means from this specific husband to that specific wife, a Bezdin may not be aware of that halacha. Therefore, says Rabbah, by him saying it was written in front of me and signed in front of me, Bezdin will now say to him, oh, really? Okay, well, who was it written on behalf of? Who's the husband? Which husband? What's his address? Sent to this wife? You sure it was this woman named Rachel? The daughter of Yankel, who lives on this street? Because Rachel's a very common name, and so is Yankel. Right? So the purpose of Varnach Varnachdam is, says Rabbah, to open a conversation and to make sure... That this guy could give us the proper details that the Bezdin who wrote this get was kosher v'yosher. Rava Amar Rava says no, that's not the primary reason. Rava says the reason why he has a is because there's no witnesses here. So you're one person walking into Bezdin's claiming there's a divorce. Well, guess what? You're coming from where? You're in Israel. You're coming from St. Louis. We're going to look at the get and we're going to see names. The names on the get are Rav Aaron, Rav Aaron Perel, and Rav Yoel. We're going to be sitting in Bezner. So, who are, who are these two guys? I, I don't know who they are. Send a message to them. We don't have telephones. Zoom? We don't have Zoom. 
So what are you going to do? So what's happening is, says Rava, since you're coming from overseas, now you're getting a little bit of a, a glimpse into why it matters from where. Is it overseas? Is it over the border? Even if it's one mayor to another mayor, a different jurisdiction, how does that play out? Says Rava, the problem is, since there's no Edom here, the, what we need to do to believe this one guy is to get more information. If we're going to trust you as one witness, we need to solidify your testimony beyond what a normal single witness would do. Now, if anybody's bothered by this, you should be, because this is a major chiddush. Think about what's happening here. Think about it. He's a single witness, but we're, we're, we're kind of dancing at two chasnas at the same time. Right? You understand why? We're saying, we don't trust you like two witnesses. Okay, fine. Do you trust me like one witness? You can't do that either, because one witness isn't believed when it comes to something like this. So, we're trusting you like one witness, but if you give us more information, then we're going to trust you like a one witness plus. Why would we do that? Gemara is going to be bothered by this later on, and get into the details of Aguna. The Gemara is going to say, it's a leniency. Right? Perhaps. We'll see. Also, there's a lot to add in over here. There's a lot of layers to uncover here. But perhaps this is a leniency that even though you only need two witnesses, usually here we'll allow one as long as you give us more information because we don't want agunas. Maybe that's the reason or maybe Taka, the, the more information gives in the status of two. We'll see. But that's another layer that needs to be clarified. Okay. Bottom line is, says Rabbah, why do we need him to say before Nechda, before Nechdam? Because we want to make sure that the Bezdin in St. Louis was kosher v'yosher. They knew their beans. According to Rava, why do we need Nachdam? Because there's no witnesses around, so we got to add to his testimony. We need to get more info at him. My Benayah, what's the practical difference between the two reasons? You could be Nayu. The different, one practical difference is the Iyaisu betray. Let's say two people showed up from St. Louis to Eretz Yisrael holding the get. So now they're two witnesses, beautiful. So now we don't need to rely on the witnesses, the signatures on the get anymore. We have two brand new witnesses telling us what's a kosher get. If you hold the reason is that Bezdin and St. Louis may not know their beans, so then we'll say, even if you're two witnesses, you have to say, funny funny because it's not about you, it's about the Bezdin and St. Louis. But if you say that the whole purpose is because we don't have proper Adam, now you got proper Adam. Inami. Another possible difference is going to be Mimdina Lumdina Beretz Yisrael from one city to another city inside Eretz Yisrael. Why? Because even in Eretz Yisrael, if it's a distant location, you may not find who the witnesses, who the signees are. However, you will know that it was done with all the uh, proper uh, bells and whistles. It was done kosher v'yosher, and uh, it would be okay. Inami. Another practical difference is going to be Medina Medina Sayam. Let's say it's in. In the same city in, uh, overseas. So you're in St. Louis and you're going from one bezin to another bezin. If the whole reason why we say is because the original bezin may not know their stuff, even if I'm in the same city, I would have to say because we have to make sure the other bezin did it right. But if the reason why I'm saying this is because I, need a, I, can't, I can't find who these witnesses are to ask them, you're in the same city. You certainly can. And you would not need to say under that logic, Okay, so now in classic Gemara fashion, we're going to play ping pong. We're going to go back and forth and say, I know, I, I know what Rabba's reason is. I know what Rava's reason is, that it's about the witnesses. And let's understand why they argue. Even though we do argue a lot, 
There's always a reason. There's a background. There's a chiddush. There's a there's a svara. There's a source. Yidden don't just argue chas v'shalom for the sake of arguing. We go out of our way to make shalom. But when we uh, when we have a proper source in Taira, so a person states what their mahalach is. Let's get into this. Ula Rabba, according to Rabba, who says the Amar lefisha imbiki and the Shema, we say it was b'fanei nachtam, b'fanei nachtam, because we want to make sure the bezin was done the Shema. Ask the Gemara, listen, You should always need two Edim to testify just like any other place in the Torah. I don't understand, says the Gemara. If the reason why we're saying is because what about Rava's issue? Rava has a good issue. Rava's issue is you need Edim. This woman's going to go collect the Ksuba. This is a monetary issue over here. There's a there's mumness involved. There's finances. You never accept a single witness when when there's money at stake. You need two witnesses. So ask the Gemara a very basic bottom line question. Very nice, Rabbi. You're concerned about your issue. Why aren't you concerned about Rabba's about Rabba's issue as well? You should be concerned about both. See, it's a basic question. Each one says I'm concerned about a different issue. We're asking on Rabba. Be concerned about Rabba's issue too. Answers the Gemara. Ready for this? Eid echad namon bi'isurim. This messenger is functioning as a single witness of Isser. This is not a financial matter, even though finances will come in later. But delivering a get is a davar shebe Isser. Okay? Uh, is, a, um, is, a, is, a, uh, is a matter of per, uh, what's permitted and what's not permitted. Okay, so we're dealing with a davar shebe Isser here. Now, what's a Dabr Shabbat Isser? How do you know what in a single aid, by the way, a single person is, is believed by uh, Isser Veheter, by something permitted, something forbidden? Why would we believe one person? Prove it to me. I'll tell you. <laughs> How can I walk into anybody's house? If I always need two witnesses, how could you ever eat in somebody's house? How do you know the kitchen's kosher? Because by a Dabr Shabbat Isser, people are believed, if you know the laws. So, they, saw, they tell you, you, you know, you... you you know that they, they buy the proper hechsherim, they know the laws of Basr Bechalov, milk and meat. Okay, so you know, you don't need two witnesses to testify about that. And the, actually the main Iker source of an Eid Echad being believed by a, by a Dabr Sheba Isser is the laws of Nida. A woman's believed to, to tell, a, tell her husband whether or not she's in a state of purity or impurity. You don't need anybody else, nobody else stays out of it. It's a single person, and, and there's no problem here. So says the Gemara, when this person's delivering a get, so it's a Dabr Sheba Isser, and, it's, uh, and, it's, uh, and therefore I don't need there to be two witnesses, says Rabbah. So my only concern is about Lishma. Now says the Gemara, Amor da Amrinon Eid Bisurim, perhaps will say that when is in Eid Echad, a single witness believed by Isurim, by things that are prohibited, Kigoin, that's by Chaticha, when I have a piece of fat. Now, uh, I have a piece of meat, but we're going to see it's fat. Suffix shochelav, suffix shoshuma. There are some parts of the animal that are forbidden fats, and some parts of the animals that are juicy fats, marbled meat. Okay, so you have a uh, you have a piece of meat, and we have a suffix. We don't know whether whether it's allowed to be eaten or not allowed to be eaten. Delayus chazaki sura over there. We don't know for sure. There, there's no status that it's prohibited. And therefore, if one person comes along and says, yeah, by the way, I know that meat was purchased in a kosher store. 
it's fine. You could eat that piece of meat. There's no reason why not. Again, you find a piece of meat, there's fats. I don't know if it's kosher or non-kosher. One person says it's kosher. Again, it has to be a trustworthy person within these laws. So fine, you're allowed to eat it. But over here, says the Gemara, get ready for this. Even putting finances aside. Listen to the Lumbus, Hevra. There's a chazaka of Iser. Why? Why is there a status that she's prohibited? The Ishis Ish. She's coming with the status of being a married woman. What a get is going to do is uproot a pre-existing status. When you have a piece of meat where there's no pre-existing status, I have no clue what's going on in this meat's life. Okay, so then we'll trust a single witness. But, but you have a married woman who's forbidden to marry any other man as long as she's married. So she's in a state of Isser. Now we're not dealing with Isser anymore. We're dealing with Dover Sheba Erva, forbidden marital relationships. And you need at least two witnesses. And so now we're back to our question. Why would we believe this guy to show up and tell us that she's divorced. We shouldn't believe him. Show up that the get's good. Uh-huh. Exactly. By, by saying the get's good. You're saying she's divorced. So we're relying on an Eid Listen to this. Says the Gemara, beauty. I love when Gemaras make us nuance and think and get into the kishkas. Get into this. Get ready for this? Says the Gemara. Raiv b'kiyamim. Listen to this. Says the Gemara. No. I want to tell you something. Most Bezdin, when most but they didn't outside Eretz Yisrael know what they're talking about. So when this guy comes to Eretz Yisrael and he says, "I'm here to deliver again," according to Rabbah, we're not gonna. You have to say why? Why are you saying that? Because we don't know about a Bezdin whether they know it's Lishma. Says the Gemara. Now, no, no, no. Actually, Rabbah will say. Listen closely. We know that the Bezdin, the Batei Din outside Eretz Yisrael know these laws. There's a status of them knowing these laws. I don't need two witnesses to be here to tell me that it's a kosher get. I can rely on the Bezdin. Does this bother anybody? If we, if we don't live a nuanced life, if everything's black and white, it should bother us a little bit. The members of the Bezdin because, change, so you okay, okay. And also, well, if, if you're going to trust them, why are you making them say B'fani Nechtab at all? Why has he got to say anything? Either trust them or don't trust them. Right. Okay, so let's see. Who says, oh, maybe there's a chshash. We're concerned about the few, but they didn't, that don't know what they're talking about. You should know, most scribes are learned. Okay, so, so either way, either way, it's interesting that we're believing a single witness. But why are we believing a single witness? Because we're trusting the Bezdin, but we're ma- still making him say, because we don't trust the Bezdin. So let's figure this out. How's this working? For Abanon, who the Itchrich says the Gemara beautiful. It's really, there's no, this is a kosher get. There's no issue. This guy shows up, believe him. The Bezdin in St. Louis knows exactly what they're talking about. However, but over here, top of Daf Gimel, here we go. Mishomi guna ikilu barabanan. But over here, because of Igun, the Rabbanon wanted to be Mekel. Igun. Aguna. We don't want a woman to remain chained to her husband. Now, listen to this. Chavra, beauty. This is beauty, beauty, beauty. We're believing the Shliach. Why? Because we want 
this woman to not remain in Aguna. But we're making him say, Befanai Nechtav, as a leniency. Does that make any sense to you? No. No, it seems to be a stringency, right? Because if we're going to say you want to be lenient, so then he should have to say anything. Just believe the guy. Why are you making him do it? It seems like you're doing more, not doing less. Ask the Gemara, you want to be lenient on an Aguna? Hi, Kuluhu? Making him say Befanai Nechtav, when technically we're going to trust him with nothing. Is a leniency. Chumrahu, this seems to be a stringency. The Mishrach Beitre, because if you were to obligate two witnesses, a husband cannot come and invalidate. In the long run, we're actually going to come out with a stringency. I'll tell you why. You ready for this? Listen closely, it's beauty. If one witness shows up, later on down the road, if somebody comes up with a problem, it could be a problem. But if two witnesses come now, and it's solidified in a bezden, there ain't nothing to talk about. And somebody comes later on and says, you know, I think there was a problem with the get. You know what we're going to say to him? Go back to sleep. <laughs> Go home. We don't need you. It says the Gawara, sometimes being lenient is actually a stringency in the big picture. You think you're being lenient? You're not helping anybody. You're hurting somebody. You're hurting somebody. That's the story of the three little... The, the, the three little uh, you know, Chazerim, right? The first guy thinks he's, uh, he's being, you know, he's built a house out of straw. The second guy out of wood. The third one out of bricks. The first guy, who are you helping? Nobody. Yeah, you're falling right down. So now, so now your older brother needs to take care of you. You think you're being an Ibrachacham and it doesn't help anybody. Which, by the way, practically speaking, you should know, Allah Chalamaisa, a Bezdin does not give out Gittin nowadays. After people get divorced, we get rid of the get. We, we make a cut in it. We passle it up right away. This way, you can't chas v'shalom have in 50 years some, uh, some person looking at the get saying that it was misspelled and therefore ruining the whole get. And it turns out they were never divorced. And if any of them got remarried, now there's a bunch of little mamzerim running around. So a bezdin does not allow the get to get out there. When people get divorced and a kosher get goes through, they, they just write a document stating that there was a divorce. That's all it is. But the get itself is kept with the Bezdin, and the Bezdin does, depending on the Bezdin, there's different minhagim uh, to do it. But the Gemara is asking a very important question over here, and that is, by believing the Eid Echad, it could be you're being strict on her down the road, because somebody can go and ruin it. The Gemara says, no, this is the last step for today. Here we go. Keep on Mar. Since the Tana taught us, when, the per- when this fellow goes and delivers the get to her, how many people does he give it in front of her? Rabbi Yechon, Rabbi Chanina, Machlaikas, Chanomar, Befnei Bez, Gimel. In front of two or in front of three? So from the beginning, it means that this guy is going to check out clearly that everything is true. So he doesn't come to ruin his own image. Meaning, the messenger himself has enough shoulder to, that but since he's going to have to hand deliver in front of either two witnesses or three witnesses, if this thing's a farce, this guy's, this guy's reputation is at stake. This is a public thing now. People know about it. And therefore, since he's going to have to hand it over publicly to the woman in front of witnesses, says the Gemara, we're giving, we're going to give a, a more, a, a, an additional element of trust and rely on his research and his know-how, his knowledge of a funny nechtam, a funny nechtam. We're going to question him. He knows what's happening now. And he's handing it over 
publicly in front of people, we're going to say, you know what, we're still going to allow this single witness, Mishum Iguna, because of Iguna, we're not going to obligate the two. I maybe in 50 years, somebody could go. Slim chance, we prefer to allow the woman to remarry with one aid instead of two. So we're going to hold it here for today. What we just clarified is um, Rabba, why he holds the um, uh, Rabba's opinion of the, having to say b'fanei nechta, b'fanei nechtam because of l'fisha im b'kiyam l'shma. And it's not because of We know why he disagrees with Rava. And Besham, tomorrow we will pick up with Rava's reason of you need of, of witnesses to solidify it. What's the problem that he has with Rava's reasoning? We'll hold it here. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening, Sabra.